Hello and welcome. I'm Rich Perley and this is the Peer Digital Podcast. This show is for technology leaders who want to discuss important topics and issues of the day from a technology perspective. Everything from digital transformation, business continuity planning for coronavirus, legacy infrastructure replatforming, and much, much more. I'll be helping to guide your transformational journey, navigating through tough terrain while overcoming obstacles and reducing costly mistakes. Whether you're a CEO, CIO, or just trying to plug into the digital landscape, you need proven strategies and someone who has been there and done that. You can learn more and stay up to date at peerdigital.com. Rich Purley is CEO and Managing Partner at Peer Digital Advisory Solutions, a boutique consultancy that supports companies on their journey from legacy technologies and business models to the realization of a digital operating model. Rich shares insight from the perspective as former CIO and EVP for Global Services at Beckton Dickinson, now a leading independent consultant, helping Fortune 500 leaders take advantage of accelerating technology change, digitally transforming their organizations and culture. All opinions expressed by Rich Purley and Peer Digital and podcast guests are solely their own opinions. Hi, this is uh, Rich Pearly again, and today we're taking the next step in our series in talking about how do we move from the COVID-19 conversation and really start focusing on those things that you need to do from a transformation standpoint. What are some of those activities, whether you're a senior leader or whether you're in middle management, there's things that you can do right now to get ready because uh, in my conversations with a lot of senior leaders, they're looking at their existing business models, they're looking at their processes, and they're saying to themselves, you know what, it doesn't fit what we're trying to do. There may be things that you do from a process standpoint today that are physical and you want them to be done with technology. There may be things done in different locations that you want to move. And this framework will work for all of those things. And what I want to do is walk you through some of the steps, uh, really the call to action, and how you can make this work for you. And I can talk about you know, how I've done this in the past with different processes. And just, just a refresher, and I know you know, a lot of people will remember my time as the CIO, but I, I actually, you know, that wasn't really my one of my first jobs. My first job actually was after I got my master's degree and I was accounts payable supervisor working at UPS. So I remember the days of, you know, receiving mail, uh, getting the invoices, ensuring that the invoices, you know, were matched up with a, a physical good or, or a, a receipt of services. And then making sure, you know, once we had all of that information that they were put into the system, you know, in batches and then processed it for payment. And, you know, back in the day, we used a, you know, a mainframe system. And, you know, if you think, you know, about that time, which was probably early 90s, you know, almost uh, almost 30 years ago, for some organizations that hasn't changed, you're still you're still receiving letters, you're still receiving, you know, a lot of things that in a physical nature and so the question becomes, should you still be doing that? How do you get away from it? And how do you really think about the work that you do today and reimagine it? And like I said, we talk about COVID-19 as a catalyst to really helping organizations start that process of reimagining how, 
how their back office or front office or wherever the work gets done, reimagining it in a way so that you can do it differently, you know, improve cycle time, you know, reduce costs. And, you know, at the end of the day, when I've done this with other organizations, it's really, you know, focus on the things that matter. Not that it's not important to process bills or to, you know, to receive cash or whatever the process is, but those things, you know, in my mind are a little bit like breathing air, right? We just want it to happen. We want it to work and we want it to work every time. We want, you know, everybody to get paid uh, appropriately or to receive the cash timely. Uh, and we want to focus on other things that may provide more value for our organizations. It could be innovation. It could be, you know, if you're a pharmaceutical company, new drug discovery. And again, you know, what we're talking about today is how do you start to look at those things in your back office? How do you organize them in a way that you can start the process of uh, either moving them to digital or moving them to a shared services or moving them to another party to do them on your behalf. So again, there's many different hows and I'm not gonna focus so much on the hows as organizing the information so that you can process it and you know get it ready so that you can make the right house selection because you know sometimes whether it's shared services or sourcing you know that's almost a little bit like a religious conversation right because people have very hard beliefs on some of those things and while that's important it's not really important for this for this step now a couple things before we get into the conversation and the details this all starts with you know is there a desire to change inside your organization you know, when I've done this before, um, if it's started, you know, in the middle of the organization, a lot of time it's not successful. When these types of transformational initiatives really work, it's when it's being driven by the management uh, leadership. You know, CEOs is always the best. And then it's it's driven, you know, throughout the organization and everybody everybody does their part because, you know, in order to drive change of this magnitude, you really need, you know, that support so that it can, it has a chance to be successful. Nobody wants to invest the money, the time and have something that isn't going to provide value for the organization. And that's, that's where it starts. You know, once you have, you know, hey, we want to do something, it becomes about setting the strategy. And, and obviously, all of this links back to your overarching, you know, business strategy. What are you trying to accomplish? Are some of the outcomes you're looking for reduction of cost, improvement of cycle time? All of those are realistic things to, to kind of get out of this. In many instances, when I'm brought on board, a lot of that upfront work is done, right? They've they've brought in somebody to kind of give them that view that aligns with with really what what their overall goals and objectives are. And then you need somebody, you know, somebody like me to help, you know, drive this down into the organization. And a lot of the templates that I'm going to share with you, and there's really only two. Um, and again, this is a podcast, so I'm going to kind of spell it out for you a little bit. And you know, if you're if you're sitting at your desks. Um, you can, you know, draw the, the simple two by twos and start thinking about it. As we're working through this, these are tools to help you really organize and tie this into your organization and into your specific process. Now, we're going to talk a little bit today about procure to pay and that process. And I'm going to walk you through, you know, how, how this typically gets done. And, and, you know, as I was saying, it's really about the journey. 
So I can come in with everything filled out and tell you what the answer, because, you know, within a, you know, plus or minus 10%, I have a sense of what the answer is going to be for most organizations. But the art really isn't in telling you the answer. The art isn't actually walking you through a process with the right group of stakeholders so that at the end of the process, and this isn't like a day or even a week or a month, this is over a period of time is so that all the right stakeholders are aligned in owning the outcomes and driving this for your own organization. You know, telling people the answer doesn't accomplish that. So, you know, and I've had conversations, it's like, well, give me the, just give me the templates. Just give me this, fill it out for me. And that is not what we're trying to do. We're trying to define the change, align the change, and get people to own the change so that it has the highest likelihood to be successful. And it takes, it takes a lot of work. It's not a, it's like I said, it's not a one day thing. So I'm going to bring up one of the templates and I'm going to talk you through what the two by two looks like. And, you know, if you've been in the industry for a while, you've probably seen different flavors of two by twos. And this is really starts with process. And you, uh, you know, again, I was uh, CIO um, for a very large organization. And what I would tell people is you don't start with the technology. You always start with the process because the process drives the technology. And more and more, the process and technology are becoming intertwined. And we're going to talk about the technology, but we want to always start with the process. And the two-by-two is simple. On the x-axis, under the heading of process maturity, we want to understand, you know, is your process standardized and documented or is it? Is it non-standard and ad hoc? And this is all about being honest with yourself on where things stand, because there's certain work that you're going to have to do, again, depending on the different hows that we have in order to to move this and begin the process of transformation. And then on the y-axis, we've got this notion of digital versus physical. So back to you know what we talked about a little bit earlier around the accounts payable example, you know, are you still receiving mail? Are you still receiving uh, physical invoices? And, and the reality is it's probably a mix. And some things are you're still getting in the mail. Some things may have gone electronic. And then, you know, as you think about the end of the process, when you actually disperse payment, how much of that is actually, you know, through EFT or through ACH versus are you actually cutting a physical check? And these are the things now and the questions that we need to ask in order to understand what are the things we need to do from a process standpoint. And you can see now that the, you know, how the technology is coming into play. And what we do is we start with a process model. There's a lot of different ones out there. Sometimes uh, companies will actually go through a work where they define their processes because a lot of times when I've come to this, you see that. They've got it defined maybe, you know, at the procurement level or maybe one level down, you know, where you've got the level two processes defined. So for procurement, you know, it could be, you know, what's my category strategy and how do I deal with, you know, sourcing and contracts and contract administration and then the requisitioning process and then, you know, putting a PO in place and then invoicing and then invoice matching, you know, three-way match or four-way or depending on, you know, what you have in place, and then ultimately to payment and distribution. And what you go through is you look at all of those level two processes and you say, okay, what are the tasks and activities in those processes? And you actually start a process of mapping them to say, 
is this something we do physically today? Is this something that we do with technology today? And I can tell you, actually, when I was at BD, one of the tools that we used, and it was, it was a good exercise, we had a piece of software called Salonis, and it shot through our SAP system. And what we thought was our process when we actually went through this exercise, we found it actually wasn't our process, that there was a lot of variation that we had brought into the system that we actually had to work through and start to take away and pull back. Because what we had found is each business had different things that they had added to the process. And so we didn't, you know, we had, uh, you know, five different businesses, I think, at the time. And each business had introduced some uniqueness to the process. And so it, it multiplied. And so part of this is, is a simplification because we found that in some of these process areas, the uh, we would call un- unnecessary uniqueness, that, that unnecessary uniqueness wouldn't add value you know, to the transaction or it wouldn't add value to the company or, or even to the vendor or customer, depending on the situation. And so that's hard, right? Um, you've got companies that are 40, 50, you know, hundreds of years old, and these processes may not have been touched in a long period of time. So you've got you've to look at the process. You've got to start to understand what can change and then start to say, how do we make it easier? How can we digitize it? How do we take you know, labor out of aspects of this as opposed to you know, moving it to low-cost labor? And then how do we have our really, really valuable labor, those people that are, that are the smart folks that know how to do process and know how to drive our processes, how do we have them focus on the exceptions and minimize those exceptions? And usually, you know, where somebody like me is going to get brought in is to start with the you know, outcome of the strategy work and actually driving you know, an assessment and starting down this pathway of helping you know, fill out these two-by-two two matrices for every, every one of the process areas that you're evaluating. You know, it, could be, it could be, as we said, procure to pay, quote to cash. Um, this applies to IT. Basically, you can do this you know, type of exercise for any type of work inside your corporation. And then you can use this as the basis to make other decisions. You know, like I said earlier, whether you want to, you know, go down a shared services route, whether you want to look at, you know, sourcing or, again, you know, what we're talking about really is digital transformation. So how do I take, you know, some of these physical processes that I have today? How do I apply technology and perform these these activities in a, in a much more streamlined manner with, you know, a different a different labor mix? And that's really, you know, where we think the value is. I can tell you from my time at BD, we had taken a couple processes and these were very, you know, tight aspects of a process, but we had some significant uh, cycle times. One was, uh, you know, in the R&D organizations that we supported one of our R&D leaders on. And we had this process where it was, uh, you know, approving change of labeling. So, you know, there's a lot of steps that you have to go through. And I want to say the process was, you know, took six months from start to finish. And, uh, you know, the R&D leader was able to, you know, take it from six months to three months. And I want to say, you know, it got down into the, you know, less than 45 days. And again, it's a combination of reevaluating the process 
it's a combination of applying technology and really coming out with something that's transformed. And again, it's supported by the organization. And so it's not always about, you know, taking labor out. In my experience, a lot of the real big value was, was uh, material cycle time improvements, you know, for some of these processes that, that were, was able to bring value back to the organizations. And in some instances, it's, it's being able to provide a capability maybe that the organization wasn't able to do without the technology. So again, the matrix and the process is the starting point for that conversation. And what you'll end up with is, you know, a completed matrix for a process that says activity by task. You know, here is really the things that we do physically with, with some level of documentation. Here are the things that are, that are not standard that may, we may need to create some process and, and some documentation for. And then we start to talk in, in, uh, about what's being done with technology. And that, that gives you, you know, what's, what's traditionally called as your current state. And then that will give you the basis on this specific process. Let's call it procure to pay. Now, how do I go and talk to leadership about the changes that we think we should make? How far can we push this? Do we want to you know, push everything through technology? Are there challenges that we're going to have with our customer base? I know, you know, back to the BD example, when we talked about, you know, being able to take customer information in, we were still taking information in from our customers with faxes. Now, the challenge with faxes is, you know, the quality of the information isn't such where you can always consistently get an outcome through OCR technologies so you can actually, you know, ingest the information into your ERP system effectively. So we had a lot of, you know, manual error checking going on. So, you know, the question becomes now, it's not just a back office conversation. We need to be able to talk with the sales organization and say, hey, can we make it, are you comfortable enough with our relationship with the customers to start changing some of this stuff? Can we actually, you know, impact the customer? Because historically that was, that was off the table. And again, with COVID-19 with some of the the new normal. And again, I, I know uh, some of my folks I talk to on, on social media, you know, I, I absolutely abhor that term. How do we impact that change? And I think this is going to allow us to open up some of those conversations because right now, nobody wants to touch an invoice. Nobody wants to touch a fax. And how do we start to, you know, as I said earlier, digitize some of this stuff? And again, you know, these matrices are the basis that allows us to have that conversation first with ourselves. And then second, with all the different stakeholders, both, you know, outside of your function, but even outside of your company, so that you can start to really move some of these things and maybe do work that you'd wanted to change differently. And and like I said, this gives you the opportunity. This podcast is sponsored by Peer Digital Advisory Solutions, a boutique consultancy that supports companies on their journey from legacy technologies and business models to the realization of a digitally operating model. If you would like to learn more about Peer Digital and see notes from today's show, visit www.peerdigital.com forward slash podcast. Now back to the show with your host, Rich Purley. The second matrix is starting to talk about your technology stack. 
because as time has gone on, the lines of process and technology are getting more and more blurred. And if you're going to do this, you don't want to put your, your you know, 2020 process on a 1980 technology. And so you've got to look at the same time you're looking at your processes, you need to look at your technology stack and you need to understand, you know, can my technology stack support what I want to do? Whether it's, you know, am I on a very old version of, of SAP or Oracle? You know, do I have some of the, you know, RPA tools, you know, that I need in order to maybe address some of the holes that I have in my systems? And so you have to do these two things together so that when you get to the end and start to put those process changes, you're putting the process changes, you know, on a good foundation um, to move forward so that you've got a sustainable solution because what you don't want to do is build a solution for just a year. You want something, but at the same time, you want to balance that with being expedient. Nobody wants a technology solution 10 years from now. And I think that's been really the bane of many IT organizations is how do you do these changes rapidly and sustainably and in providing value to the business leaders. I've said this many times to many different leaders. IT's role is to serve the business. It's not about IT serving IT. And I think sometimes technologists forget that. And and when they do, that's when they can get in trouble. And so how do we support going fast? How do we how do we do this? Obviously, in a way that is uh, secure from an information standpoint and as part of that protects the organization. So, again, similar to what we were doing with process, the two by two looks a little bit like this. So on the on the X axis, we have cloud and on on premises as two columns. And then on the rows, we have uh, future versus legacy. So is this something that's legacy uh, cloud, legacy on-prem, or is it part of our future roadmap? And again, we're just trying to get a sense of, you know, where is it? Now, you're probably not gonna have many things in the cloud legacy quadrant, to be fair. Some companies may probably, there are probably some of your digital natives that are already moving to, you know, gen two and gen three solutions. But you're probably going to have a lot of uh, legacy on-prem and you're going to want to move, you're going to be wanting to move to that cloud, you know, part of future, your future roadmap, whereas many companies are trying to minimize, you know, what's on-premises, you know, they don't want that big physical footprint. But again, as I said earlier, they want to do it in a way to add value to the organization. And again, you would do this for every process. So you're going to have a technology matrix by process. You're going to have a process matrix by process, and you're going to start marrying this up. Now, again, for some processes, you may end up with, and I'm just going to pick a technology, you may end up with SAP R4 across you know, your future roadmap cloud for three different process areas. That wouldn't be uncommon. And there may be some you know, supporting technologies that would be bundled with that. And now that starts to give you the basis to really, you know, move forward with your organization and to start to apply this into, you know, where do you, where do you want to go? I mean, like I said, I've done this, I've done it for IT functions. I've done it, you know, across all the different, you know, process areas. It's methodical, it's tried and true, and it produces, you know, tangible results. 
really to, to wrap up today's conversation, obviously, this is something that I'm uh, extremely passionate about. This is not a theoretical conversation. This is, I would say, probably a little bit more tactical. And again, we want to be able to provide you with thoughtful uh, direction and leadership so that you know you can you can do this yourself or with someone who has been there and done that and can help you along the way on your journey. I think a lot of companies are going to be uh, going through this and it's not the technology that trips you up. It's not even the processes. It's how do I manage the change inside of my organization? Because we always joked about it. Everybody is really, really supportive of change as long as the change does not impact them. And so that's that's really where folks like like myself and others come in is to not only that we know technology and process, right? It's being able to help a senior leadership team and their teams really navigate this um, so that you know ultimately they they can be successful in, in, in driving this and hopefully impacting ultimately their customers in a very positive way. So in closing, if you're a leader in your organization, whether you're a business unit head, CIO, head of global business services, a functional leader, this is something that if you're not looking at it, you need to. It's happening. I'm I'm seeing many companies reach out to me. We want to look at this process. We want to look at, at that process. And what we've laid out in our short time here is a, is a roadmap and a game plan that's repeatable that you can take back to your CEO and say, hey, this is how we're going to do it. This is the measurable value that we're going to get. That'll be an, That's an outcome of the assessment. And this is how we're going to make the change stick in the organization. And oh, by the way, here's what I need from you. So if you want to learn more, please reach out to me at richard.perley at peerdigital.com. I can't wait to engage. Thank you. For today's podcast, the materials that I outlined during the conversation can be found at peerdigital.com slash podcast.